Welcome to this episode of The Brighter Dawn. I'm Delene Rayburn. If you're new to the podcast, this is just me sending you a voice note from the traffic to put wind in your sails and to remind you, as it says in Proverbs, that the path of the righteous, that's your life, is like the first gleam of dawn glowing brighter and brighter until the full light of day. The future is always better than the past because the story ends beautifully. Even if you're going through unspeakable suffering wherever you're listening. If you know Jesus, then life on earth is as bad as it gets. Everything is going to be alright in the end. And if it's not alright, then it's not yet the end, as Sunny says in the Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. This month we're celebrating two years of life in England. We're hoping to get away for a couple nights to a dog-friendly Airbnb in the Brecon Beacons. We'll climb a mountain, an actual watershed, to mark this watershed moment in our family adventure. Because the experts seem to suggest that two years is a pretty significant marker of being all things settled. And I'd say they're right. Our home feels like home. Our neighborhood feels like our neighborhood. We found our people here, even while we miss our people on the other side of the world every day. We've worked hard to build quickly and deeply in our church and school and friend and sports communities. We've got a vibe with our lovely neighbors. We're doing a garage conversion in a couple months to make more space for the boys' friends to hang out in our home and for hordes of wonderful visitors from around the world. So we've started from scratch, yes. We've started small and we've had to establish a new life in every sense of the word. But it's not a stretch to say our boys are thriving like never before Um, on the surface of things. It's looked at times as if our careers and ministries have taken some steps back. But God has cracked open new, different, fresh opportunities that are giving us dream come true leaps forward. His promises to us have proved true. God has also made space in my heart for a new love, for a new land. My blood runs red with the dust of Africa, and the southern tip of that wild and most beautiful continent will always be my touchstone. But I've grown to love the country lanes and farm fields and quiet forests and the badgers and foxes and dramatic seasonal changes and the soft safety and unbelievable service delivery of England. Before we left South Africa, people said things to us like, there are people waiting on the other side of your obedience. And it's hard to know exactly what that means and what that will look like when you're letting go of everything you know and there's nothing yet to grab onto. But we've met some of those people, um, those who were waiting, those God sent us to bless and those we needed to be a blessing to us. Mostly we've seen God's faithful provision financially relationally we've experienced his faithful work in our souls because we've met things inside of ourselves that we carried here with us they were stowaways hiding in our hearts things we'd never have known were there and needed attention if we'd been too scared or too comfortable to obey God's prompting to make this move some of those things have been unbelievably painful to face but we're better for facing them God has dredged the river of my soul more deeply than ever so that his spirit can flow freely through me to others but yeah I could write a book about moving countries I probably will 
But what I actually wanted to talk about today is how moving countries feels like entering the witness protection program without having witnessed violent crimes by drug lords or the threat of the mafia figuring out where we are. But you arrive in a new place far away from anything and anyone familiar. You're anonymous. Uh, You've got no history with anyone. You could reinvent yourself entirely. You could pretend to be bunches of things you're not, which we haven't done. We're just totally us. But you could do anything or be anything or pretend to be anything. And no one would suspect a thing because no one recognizes you in the shops. No one knows your credentials. No one cares. Uh, And as much as we're settled and getting to know our new lovely people more and more deeply and vulnerably and and as much as those people are getting to know more of our history it still feels to me some days like we're in the witness protection program i recently spoke at a church and and someone asked me afterwards so have you done a bit of public speaking before (laughs) and i i just said yes uh, because it's exhausting trying to explain like what I did, what I was, who I was, who I am. I don't know, cue small existential crisis. And said explanations come off as me trying too hard. And actually, the wonderfully freeing truth is that it doesn't matter. When God has assignments for me, he knows exactly where to find me. Also, I used to be quite hung up on building my platform. Now I'm just hung up on building the kingdom. And it's much more exciting, more satisfying more fruitful in every way. And this has also made me think about something I wrote in Traveling Light about habits, habits you wear physically like those in monastic orders and habits you hang all over your life for better or worse, the habits that form our characters, that shape our destinies. And the verses I quoted in Traveling Light are John 13 verses 3 to 5. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything, so he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with the towel he had around him. And then I've written this. There's a story about a knight who climbs a mountain. The path is rough and steep, winding round and round and round the mountain. He slowly follows the contours leading to the summit. He wears a suit of armor with a brass breastplate. As he climbs higher and higher, his armor grows brighter and brighter, glowing brilliant gold in the sun until just before he reaches the top. Almost within reach of the highest point, armor gleaming, he dons a monk's brown, rough-sewn habit. He wears the habit of humility so as not to blind others as he makes himself accessible and available to serve. As we climb life's steep footpaths, the God gleam of our lives gets brighter and brighter as we grow more and more like Jesus. And like King Jesus who held the scepter of creation and stooped to wash feet, we need to carry the shimmer within robes of down-to-earthness, never thinking we've traveled far enough to boast about anything. And the prayer I've written for that entry reads, Father, no matter how high you let me climb, dress me in habits that keep me living from the ground up. So here's what I'm thinking to encourage you whether you've moved countries or not. We're all undercover if we're following Jesus. Undercover royalty, special ops, not to be cheesy or anything. He's draping things over your life. Anonymity, suffering, change, challenge, whatever it is, to keep you humble and dependent on him and to keep you really like like really living for his glory 
not yours. This is the same Jesus who slipped unseen through crowds, who kept his cosmic identity on the down low wherever he could and deflected all the glory to his father. Paul wrote to the Corinthians, we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. It might not be immediately apparent to people around us, but but we have this great treasure in us. The same God who split the Red Sea and raised Lazarus from the dead and spoke out the stars. He lives in us. We're glorious ruins, as C.S. Lewis said. We're shrouded in ordinary because ordinary is all we are. But we serve an extraordinary God who has called us to be his witnesses to the ends of the earth, to love people habitually from the ground up wherever we find our feet. So you're not just a witness to what God has done in you, through you, in others, for the human race. You're not just a witness of what it looks like to live with the regenerative resurrection power of Jesus. You're in the witness protection program. God is protecting you. If you're afraid right now, if you feel exposed, unsafe, uncertain of what the future holds, know that you are protected on every side. God goes ahead of you. He hems you in from behind. He sings over you. He's right beside you. And underneath you are the everlasting arms. You are seen and surrounded every moment. Thank you for listening. Know that you are incomprehensibly treasured by the Father. Please share this episode if you think it will encourage someone you love. And please get in touch on social media or visit DeleneRayburn.com. I'd love to hear your stories of where God has you in witness protection in this season of your life. Till next time, have an amazing day.